Hello everyone. As you may know, if you've seen the season 4 finale of You, we are going to be talking about suicide and attempted suicide during this episode, so we understand that this will, will be triggering for a lot of people, so please feel free to skip this episode. Oh, I was friends with nerds. I was fr- I was friends with nerds in school though. <laughs> like we were doing Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I love how you said you were friends with nerds without just saying you were. Nerd I wasn't in one as well. <laughs> hello and welcome back to the popcorn for dinner podcast i'm bankole mokwede and today we're going to talk about the season four finale of netflix's you this is the the end of our what one month journey with season four you with pen badgley with joe with jonathan and joining me today fresh from her nine days in rehab she, she, she really tried guys one more time it's priscilla Priscilla, how are you doing? You know what? Joe's a sick man. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to all of that. There's a bit I want. Uh, I'm waiting. There's a bit I want to talk about so bad. I'm, I'm gonna we'll get to all of that. Don't worry. I'll, I'll rush through the album because we have a lot to get through. Um. Okay. Yeah. Quickly, admin. So, guys, if you listen to this, the first episode of Rain Dogs is out. You can check that out. It's a BBC stroke HBO show. Check that out. We will have an episode on the first two episodes um, tomorrow, I think. Yeah, tomorrow. Um, Mando is also out. Priscilla and Ibube are covering that in one way or the other. We're still trying to figure out logistics, but they're covering it every week. Um, Please check out their thoughts. Priscilla is going to carry all her Last of Us, Pedro Pascal thoughts and just dump it on Pedro Pascal in the Mandalorian. So you're going to have double course of of Pedro Pascal dealfin over on those podcasts. Um, we spoke about cocaine bear and cocaine and some other very irritating thoughts. But yeah, no, Priscilla, Ibuka, Jess and I spoke about cocaine bear. Please check that out. I was on, I was on the pod as well. We also obviously give a bit of insight into the upcoming film podcast from Priscilla and Jess. And on the opposite spectrum of cocaine bear, Ted Lasso is coming out later this week and we will have thoughts on Ted Lasso as well. As always, please, please rate and subscribe everywhere you're listening. That really, really helps us get through all the um, clutter. And if you know anyone that likes these kind of shows or these movies, please, please send them our way or recommend the podcast to them. Okay. Priscilla, like you said, we have a lot to get through. Um, I don't want to keep the listeners here too long. You... Season 4, episode 10, the season 4 finale, titled The Death of Jonathan Moore. It is written by Michael Foley and showrunner Sarah Gamble and directed by Harry Giergen. Um, Let's start with the most important thing from the episode, Priscilla. Beardless Pen Badgley is back. Do you want to unpack your feelings on that? Are you happy? Are you sad? I am so happy because, because I needed to stop. It, it was ruining Pen for me. Penn's a bearded good man. Yeah. And seeing Joe bearded was rattling me. So when he was clean shaven, I thought, that's how you're meant to look like. Like that. He looks he looks so much He looks like a serial killer. I don't killer. say worse, but worse. No, he looks like a serial killer. Like he looks very Ted Bundy esque with that and he needs to keep that as Joe. I, I don't want my words to be blurring. That might be the, that that does actually that might be like a reason why they do it. That might be like an interesting insight. They're like, 
But he just looks so much different. He looks so much different. That it's bit. such a stark difference. Yeah, I was just like, oh, I was, I was, I almost said you, which is not true because Ben Badgley is already a handsome man with or without beard. It's just like it's just so different. I'm just like, this is. No, yeah. I, I know um, what you mean because you know when you sort of ask, like, ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like oh okay okay that's, you look like that, that, that. it's funny because earlier in the episode they had done flashbacks i can't remember when they did it but they did a flashback to like joe in season one or season two or whatever and you see beardless joe and you're like okay that's how he used to look but that's still the, it still didn't prepare you for seeing it in real time um okay let's let's do serious things now which romantic couple do you want to start with let's i'll not, give you the option do you not, want to talk with nadia nadia now Nadia now. <laughs> okay, okay. Just for just for just for the audience, the option was going to be Nadia and Eddie or Joe and Reese. But okay, let, let let's start with Nadia. Go ahead. Huh. I'm trying not to swear in French. I'm really trying hard not to swear in French. When, oh no! Please swear in French. I would really like to hear that. Because the way I saw my man's heads on the concrete. I screamed, Honestly, I woke up so many different people in this house. I screamed because I was like, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What made you go with that first? <laughs> it's a bit, it's a bit too much. It's, it's a bit, bit like, it's a bit like, Joe, come on. Do sure. we, do we need to go this far? So, so, so happy for Nadja. I thought, oh, Nadja's, Nadja's actually escaped. She's actually, I thought, oh, she's escaped. Then I saw him mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah! What did the what did the boy do? And then when he pinned it on Nadia and he said the police are coming, I was like, "You sick!" Because I remember at the beginning, do you remember ages ago we thought, "Oh, maybe she'll be a bit like Jenny Ortega's character Ellie mm-hmm, mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. earlier season that she, she also didn't like Joe at the end, but he he always felt a kinship to her in a little little sister way. So he sort of didn't mm-hmm. do anything. He sort of left her to it, and he always regretted how he handled it in terms of her sister and everything, it sort of left her alone. So I thought yeah. maybe Nadja will get the same treatment. And I saw that and I thought, oh, Joe, you've not changed. You've not changed. You actually so- showed more, more growth in season two than you did. <laughs> because you basically kabushed everything you you tried to I was sitting I actually well it depends on what you consider growth because he is growing into we'll talk about this in a second but he's growing into more of a serial killer and more of a psychopath so maybe he's growing so much because the thing is during the first season the second season he's not doing what he did there he kills Mm -hmm. for significant like it's always an emotion but there's always like a weird logic his own logic behind it and he never goes beyond that it's always the person who he, he's obsessing with. Not that it's right, but it's always there. You never... Mm-hmm. The people who get killed along the way are people who are going to catch him out. Or people who were intent... Like, do you know what I mean? Like, Peaches were re- was really going for him. Nadja, for all intents yeah. and purposes, was going to leave him... I thought he was going to leave her alone. Like... Is this... Know. Is Eddie the first Joe kill we didn't see? Yeah. What? Did we see him kill Beck? Yeah, we didn't see him kill Beck, did we? No, because I was just watching it and I was like, you didn't need to kill them. You surviving is enough to freak them out to keep quiet, which is why he left Ellie alone. So I'm like, you've be- you've actually become worse. You're so dis- like he Oh no, he has. We'll, talk- we'll definitely talk about that, he but he's definitely become worse. He makes me feel sick anyways, but he made me feel more sick because that shocked me. I was honestly... 
I saw that I paused for 10 minutes. I couldn't watch it for another... I was like, this needs to be paused. Let me watch something funny. And then I'll come back to this. Because I was like, what you did was so mad. It was actually so mad. I actually can't get over it. He killed Eddie, the, the guy. Then he basically pinned it on Nadia. And Nadia had her whole life ahead of her. So... Okay, let, let's talk about what he was saying there. Because the way I understood it was that he was like, okay, look, no matter what you say, nobody will believe you, but you can blame it on Eddie. Sorry, not, if you say anything about me, nobody will believe you, but you can blame it on Eddie and say that you killed him out of self-defense, I guess, that you found all the things in his flat, right? But Nadia chose to not even say anything at all and is still in prison. Is, do I have that correct? Like, Is that what you thought as well? Or did he always want her to be in prison? I know it's not even that thing. It's the fact that he put her in that position. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, that part is like, yeah. That's I'm just trying to figure thing. out what his plan was. Yeah, like, what did I, he want her to do? Because I don't. Because watching him do that, I'm like, I don't know what. Because I thought you surviving this will make her sharp. Because mm-hmm. she's she's like Ellie. She's gonna think, okay, for the sake of me surviving this, let me keep quiet. Let me keep quiet. I want to survive this. Eddie will shut his mouth as well. So what what was going through his head? It was you know what it, it seemed like he was in such a panic and in such a state that oh my gosh, I need to clean up my act. So everyone needs to go in order to be with Kate and to, you know, to order to push through and be with Kate and you know, get rid of everything. Uh, because the kills he did this time were mad. So I was just sitting there, I was like, oh, Joe, 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 Joe. How many months of time? I feel like that's giving him a lot of credit in terms of like having a reason for why he did it. I feel like... I have to think of something because I'm... (laughs) Wow. (laughs) But I mean, it's like, it's basically like what Reese had been saying for him to do to Marianne, like just kill Marianne, not for any particular reason other than the fact that like she's an obstacle here and killing her is the easiest thing. Right, like, I feel like that's why he killed Eddie and Nadia, just because it's the easiest thing. Which is so mad. Or rather he killed Eddie and framed Nadia. It's the easiest thing. That's so mad. Like, leave them alone. The easiest thing is just to leave them alone. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. I feel, I feel a bit bad because I have in my notes and I've been thinking all this while since I watched the episode the first time. I was just like, poor Nadia. But like, Nadia is not the one that died. <laughs> I'm not giving sympathy for the guy that died. <laughs> just like. No, I feel I, really bad for Nadia. No, because I thought so. Because he actually didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I always hate it mm-hmm. in these shows when someone innocent like really gets. Everyone in the show is innocent to Joe, in regards to Joe, because Joe's killing people yeah. who don't do anything for him. But someone like Eddie, who truly is out of the way, and you did it to get to Nadia. That's the only reason why he did it is to get to her. Yeah, and I'm like, you sick man. You sit. You need psychological help beyond my. Honestly, <laughs> oh, I, I promise you, on um, my heart, if that was bringing to me in a therapy session, I'm like, I'm all right, man. <laughs> I pass it on to my colleague. If I'm not dealing with that, that's I'm not dealing with. He's too <laughs> I don't sick. Think that's, that's... He's actually too sick for me. <laughs> that's not your job. I think you're meant to help everyone. No, why should I help everyone? Not everyone needs help. <laughs> wow. Okay. He does not need help. He needs to be under the jail. Wow. Along with some well, other people. Um, yeah, it's it was a very, very tough last five five minutes of the ship. Like, oh wow, this is kind of no way I thought it was gonna go. Because you kind of feel that like, well, he doesn't know this, but like 
you, we know as audience that like if he had left Nadia, I think she would have, he could have put the fear of God in her and then she would have let it go. But I guess he doesn't know that and he just feels like killing her is the best way to tie up any loose ends. Um, okay, do you want to, or do you have more thoughts about Nadia and Eddie's situation? No, I needed to get my anger out. <laughs> That's I, fair. I, I feel I'm happy good actually. Have... Thank you. It was a good therapy session. <laughs> Welcome. Um, wait, you speak French fluently? Oui. Oh. oh, I hate I hate all you niggas, man. I hate I hate guys that speak other languages. <laughs> you could you could have just said yes. You could have just fucking said yes, man. Like you know, you don't have to say. <laughs> Do you want a like, funny oh, story? Fuck, fuck uh, you. What for my uh, my boyfriend's birthday in December? I got him like um, you know, moon pig, and he said the Duolingo. Yeah, no, I actually should have done that. <laughs> I should have done that. That would be funnier. Please don't. So, <laughs> I was sending him like a birthday card and then like he finds it funny whenever I like uh, speak French because it's like I sound different or whatever. And he's like one of those like Brexit means Brexit guys who doesn't want to speak another language. He's like, how are you speaking English, mate? Uh, <laughs> so I think in the card I wrote a sentence in French. That was really nice. But because I like tease him all the time, I think he thought I was insulting him. Mm-hmm. So I wrote it and then he said the whole thing in like an English accent and it gives me the eight every time I think about it. So he kept going, jar, so, so, so what you said in the last minute and a half is that one, your your boyfriend is Brexit means Brexit. He's not two, a Brexit he, He's not a Brexit he, he gives you the ick. No, that, that's all I've I just heard <laughs> your boyfriend is Brexit means Brexit and he gives you the ick. So no. His year is going off to a great start. No, literally, no. Because you know when people mispronounce words on purpose, like he was doing it on purpose to annoy me as he was reading. He was like, he was reading out the card and I'm like, I don't like it when people read out. You know, you write someone, write someone the cards and then now yeah, someone's yeah, reading yeah. it out to you. I'm like, I pulled my heart out in that. I don't need to hear it back at me. And then he kept pronouncing the entire French That's 100% thing. what I would do. That's 100% what I would do. Oh, stop it. I Wait, does it. he understand French? No, I do. I say stuff in French that he won't understand. So he didn't know what you wrote? No. He just knew you wrote something. He kept asking me and I was like, you find out and then he Google translated the whole thing. (laughs) I can't believe you read out cards to the people who sent him to you. Do you know that's disgusting? No, no, I don't do that regularly but I can see a situation where I would do it if I know. For example, if I know that it's going to make you uncomfortable. Oh, because it's like, oh, I was giving myself the ick. I thought, why was I nice? (laughs) You're like, who's this? Who's this voice <laughs> who's person? This, What's she doing? Who's this person? Um. Okay, let's talk about Joe and Reese. Um. I don't even know where to start with this. Uh. Like, I guess we could start with that scene on the bridge, which is like, it's the it's the rom com scene. Um. I wrote in my notes that Penn and Ed, who's the actor that plays Reese, didn't need to go that hard. Uh. Because they did it. Like, I was like, this is, it's like, it's very peak you melodrama. Like, it's very melodramatic. I'm just like, why are these actors really, really acting here? Why does, like, it almost feels like Jerry Maguire. It's like, it's almost like, it's like nothing here. It's like, almost like, I'm just a guy standing in front of another guy in front of a bridge. Just like, <laughs> Do you know, that's amazing. I was like, this is so emotional. I can't believe you actually said that. I, I was I was this close to thinking they were going to kiss. Like I, I thought, I was like, why is this? Why is this so terrible? Why is this? Why are the emotion so heightened Penn here? Has, Penn has this amazing thing. Who also has this? You know, Nikolai Costawaldo in Game of Thrones. He also has this thing yeah. where they you could put them with anyone in the room, and they have chemistry with them. 
Anthony mm. Starr in um, The Boys is another one who plays Homelander. Regardless of who you pair him with, there's chemistry there. I don't know if that's just because of Homelander is a dick. And like everything Homelander is, like Homelander is an equal opportunity, opportunity dick. Like he can just be a terrible <laughs> person to anyone. So. Hey, yo, that is the worst villain. Not worse as in badly written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the worst man I've ever seen. Actually, no, I'm lying. Omni-Man. But he's up there. He's up I, there. Is Homelander is worse than Omni-Man? Omni-Man was punching his son in the face and his son's... Like, I... I ain't never ever seen that like, Homelander is just evil, evil, like evil, like dictator evil. Omni yeah. Man is a sicko. And what makes it worse? It's J.K. Simmons' voice. So he's making him more evil. Oh, J.K. Simmons is incredible. He's, he's definitely incredible. Because he's just saying, I love you, Dad. And he's just going bam, 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 bam. bam. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because like He called his wife. Maybe, a it's, pet. maybe it's recency bias. Because I just called- obviously he called yeah. his wife. What? But she is to him. No, I'm not accepting it. I the way. I don't know if it's because I just obviously the boy season three came out more recently than than Invincible. No, you need to rewatch Invincible. Rewatch. By the way, I love uh, I love our tradition that as a with you, how every episode we just go on a random tangent <laughs> on something else. Um, no, no, but like Omni Man for Invincible, like. It's his mission. I don't know. It's like I understand that that's his entire mindset. Like he came to this earth with this uh, with this idea. Homelander is just a dick for being a dick's sake. No, because Homelander's one, right? He's just a dick. Do you know what I mean? He's just a dick. Mm-hmm. But there's something so sick about what Omni Omni Man the way because I remember reading the Invincible comics and I I think I read a couple of them when I was like I think 13 how old was I I was in I was a teenager so I read some of the comics did you find out about the Invincible comics oh I was friends with nerds I was was friends with nerds in school though Like we were doing Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I love how you said you were friends with nerds without just saying you were I was the one as well (laughs) (laughs) I was friends with nerds what kind of degree of separation is that? Like, no, I'm separating myself. It was latter years of secondary school, college. Mm-hmm. I remember some of my friends were into the Invincible comics, but I never really fully read into him like that. I was more into like Naruto and that back then and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So I think when the Invincible show came out, um, I started rereading the comics and then I was like, wow, this this crap is crazy. Like this crap is crazy. But I, I didn't think of how that would look like on the big screen, yeah, that makes any sense. Um, I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm just so far we're just so far removed from Invincible that I can't. I don't, like obviously he's an asshole. He's terrible. I think he will beat Homelander in a fight. I know that was a debate when that came but, out. Like, do you not remember when you watched the what? first episode? I remember. I remember where I was. I was in my living room and I was like, oh, Invincible. I remember the comics. And then I watched the first episode. And then you know when he saved the day, and I'm like. Oh, He's nice. Yeah. It's J.K. Simmons, but he's nice. It's all right. Stephen Yun's, you know, playing his son. Great. And then all of a sudden, he's mashing them all up. It's like, wait, 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 was... wait. I remember I paused, I looked at my mum. My mum was like, what the hell is this? I was like, I don't know. You watched Invincible with your mum? Because <laughs> I was like, oh, let's come and watch a cartoon thinking it won't be anything that serious. To get in, like, because I re- reread the comics, I thought, oh, my mom's watching my friends with me, so it's going to be fine. Oh, okay. But then, like, when you're actually seeing it live in 4K 
what he's doing. My mom's like, what the hell is he doing? I thought he was a good guy. I'm like, no, he's not. At least Homelander like Black Noir. Yeah, and Omniman likes people from his planet. Hey, yo, that's from his planet. <laughs> <laughs> and Home- Homelander... Has to be done. Has to be. Has to I be mean, done. I guess spoiler alert. If, I don't oh, know. sorry. If you've not watched the boys, sorry. Oh, Invincible. Like, I'm so, oh, come on. No, you're, it's been too long. Invincible's been out for what, yeah. Two you're popping for dinner, please. And please, then the boys I'm have sorry. been out for what two, three years now. Grow up, man. How many times has that <laughs> that video on the TL come up of Jack Quaid as <laughs> Huey holding Thingy's hands of the A train kills her? Grow up. Um, Okay, no, let's go, but I don't, I don't, I don't know how we went from talking no, about rom coms to talking in, about uh, what like, I was saying is that, like, yeah, you're right because Penn has this really weird ability of mm-hmm. having Kevin, even with Malcolm. I was like, oh, are we going like, is this? <laughs> are we going like are we dipping Otto there? Joe would rather kill himself. I know he would, but, I, but that's what Penn, Penn had such convincing chemistry with him. Even yeah, he hated yeah. him, so you know, I get it because it did feel like you know when you watch a rom com. And then, like, they've just had them, they've finished their, like, miscommunication trope. And they're now coming back to talk mm-hmm. to each other. And they're like, oh, I love you. I love you too. I'm so sorry for not listening to what you're saying. I'm so sorry for not hearing you out. Maybe I should have waited and listened to you talk. And then they kiss. That's what it looked like. I'm not going to lie. Please, right. I'm, I'm genuinely, like, I was not exaggerating when I said it was strong. Like, I'm just a guy, first hundred words of a no, girl. it was giving, like, no, you're right. That's Jerry Maguire, like, it was strong. <laughs> it, it was, was given, strong. like, it, it, bar for bar, that was the same scene Anakin and Padme got married in, in Star Wars Attack of the Clones. I promise you, you just need the love theme to be played. Because I was looking at you two with the sun there. I'm like, oh, what's this, man? Like, why are we making this romantic? Yeah, that was when he says, I love you, I was like, oh, that fits in this scene. No, that fits. I love you. You do. You do. No, you're right, you know. I was you know what? I'm actually probably deep in this. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, the line is I'm just a girl standing in front of a guy before the rom com heads come for me. I apologize for. Yeah, oh, I should have I should have came for your head. That's my bag. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was like I think that was a great scene. I, I just liked one thing I really liked was like when Reese is like jumping when Joe is like killing Hugo. Like he's so excited. He's like he's like go for the car. Like he's like a cheerleader. He's like directing him where to what, what to do. Um, okay, I don't know how to talk about Reese and Joe apart from the fact that obviously. The end of the show, not more than implies, basically states that Joe has accepted that part of himself. That he's was more than accepted it. Yeah, he's gone into the deep end now. Beyond, yeah, beyond and it's now. like I, I have in my notes that like it's so funny how Joe can, in the same breath, say he and Kate are going to keep each other good and all that, and then also accept his darker side. Like to have that in one person is so funny because. He's not saying, oh, I can kill, in, like, in case of emergency. He's like, I will probably kill anyone that comes in our way for the quote-unquote, for the greater good. I right. Was, I was just, yeah, I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> a man's going to smile at her and you're going to kill him. That's what I mean, like, and he's not even going to, like, he doesn't seem like he's going to be, hmm, how do I put this now? For, again, nothing we say is defending Joe. We all know Joe's a terrible person. But for most of his kills, he kind of did them, not reluctantly, but like he was telling himself that he wasn't happy doing them. Yeah, you could almost, oh, I can't believe I'm, I'm doing this for a serial killer. <laughs> you could almost sort of feel like if someone, like he he probably could, if he, if, oh, I, I don't want to do this for him, let me not do this for him, he's annoying me now. I'm not going to defend him. 
Not even defend him. I'm not going to even put a little bit of thing. And nah, I've got the energy okay. to do it. Okay, I don't... <laughs> no, but I was going to say, like, I don't think he's going to... Any kill he does now would be entirely guilt-free. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I'm going to say anyways now. I've, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm at that train station now. I feel like there was always a guilt with most of his kills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, there is no guilt. That is not to yeah. say... It I might have been bullshit guilt. He might have been lying to himself exactly. or to us. But, like, there was something. There, there was, was something there. He wasn't, he's not acting anymore. I just want to preface very clearly that I, Priscilla, does not condone anything he did. He's a sick man. He needs to be under the jail. I'm just adding that input there. Because I don't want people to say, you have to, I ain't defending nothing. <laughs> You're trying to change. You're trying to. You're trying to use the Popcorn for Dinner platform to to change and remove some of your agendas. That's fine. I, I get that. Yeah. No. I like a villain. I don't like this. This, this ain't a villain. <laughs> oh, I have in my notes. Uh, um, I was like, imagine speaking of the bridge scene. I was like, imagine someone who is watching Joe, like from the other end of the bridge. You just see like this man argue with himself, <laughs> and then he just throws a ghost over, like he. Grabs the air and throws it over the bridge, and he just jumps himself. I feel like that would be traumatizing for the person watching. Like, what did I just watch? What just happened? Can you? Do you know what? They that person probably would be sanctioned if that was. Yeah, because nobody would believe. No one would believe you. <laughs> I find certain someone say that. I'm like, are you sure? So, what do we think? What do we think? It's funny because I don't think, like I've said before, I don't think this show has more than two seasons left in it. I still think maybe one I season. I think he's got one more left, you know. Yeah. But what do we think... What does the future look like for Joe? I don't know how to put it. Like, when he's finally accepted this part of himself, like, what do we think that could mean for Joe as a character? I think... And I guess for the show and for Kate. I think that's where it all goes wrong for him. I think what's mm-hmm. aided him along the way is that he's never accepted that part of himself. He's always denied it. Mm-hmm. So he's always been able to sort of, like get away with it almost yeah whereas this time i think now he's accepted it and he's like you know what who cares anymore i think like no like now you're gonna get your comeuppance i don't know how it's gonna come around um i want him on the big summer jam screen like getting flogged (laughs) i want him to be a cersei throwing poo at you moment like i want it to be embarrassing for him like I want mm-hmm. it to be like I, I want it to shake foundation I, I want to ruin him because do you think I want to ruin him no, I want him to be ruined he's made, he, I've had enough he's do you know watching him get away with it you know watching the last 10 minutes I'm like this mm-hmm. man would you see white men huh <laughs> it's funny because it's so different from the last 10 minutes of season 3 where he got away with that and we're like oh, okay fair enough well done well done you for getting away like but this one... Love had it out for you. This one is it, it, it's so different. Like you see white men. I'm t- how, how, did this, how does this happen? Still on that. No, how does this happen? Let this be anyone other than a shade of white. <laughs> <laughs> this one of that. How he killed Eddie and all these people in broad daylight. True. If there was a black person, actually, first, the police would have been called because where he where is located. Why is a black person in mm-hmm. this area of London? <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> Like last year when he got away with it, I was annoyed because I'm like I liked Love and I think he deserved to have his comeuppance because Love wasn't the only one involved in this and you needed to mm-hmm, you needed mm-hmm. to go down. And but this time I was so infuriated because he's now with someone for the first time who's like I don't care, I don't care, and that's making me more angry. 
because she's going to do everything in, in her power yeah. to clean up his image. So I have a question about that. But before that, um, I'll, just what you're going off what you're saying, do you think, and it could be possible that like the show wanted to make Joe the worst possible version of himself just before they, they end him, before they break him, before they, in your words, ruin him? Do you get what I mean? Like They want to make him I finally accept all the evil that is within him so that when they do whatever happens, whatever their end game is, right? Whatever, when, when that happens, it's like it's happening to the worst possible version of Joe. There's no sympathy for Joe left from any of the audience or whatever. Does that, does that make sense? No, you're right. Because I feel like anyone who comes out of this season still <laughs> liking Joe, you need to meet me for therapy. There is something very very wrong with you because there, there's i think you're right i think they needed i think pen probably wanted to do this as well i think there's always been and not like you can tell pen was like slightly bothered by the fact and he keeps tweeting about it and he talked about it in interviews and he said you know what it's our fault for making him this way to the way we played mm-hmm. him which i thought oh he was smart by saying that because now you've made it so impossible for anyone to have any sympathy left for this guy because he's done the worst he's done bad bad things but this season has been like the very worst there is no mm-hmm. like before some people could say oh but love did this and before everyone could say oh but peach did this and beck like why did she open her blinds even though she didn't deserve anything that happened to her or people used to say beck was annoying like people always had something to go off of that would not me mm-hmm. and probably not you but other people did this time there is nothing you can hang on to. He was terrible from start to finish. There was, there's nothing, there's not, there's nothing you could do or say to defend him. There's, there's, there's no defending what he did to Nadia, what he did to Eddie, what he did to, um, Hugo, what he, what he did to everyone. What he's done to any Kate, of the rich people, any yeah, of the yeah, rich yeah. people. He's infiltrated their group and then slaughtered them for no reason. That's so funny, man. He just entered the group and started killing them one by one. Like, like no, he was moving like ghost no, face. No trigger, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> he was moving like ghost face. I ain't never seen anything like that in my life. So, like, there's, there's actually... So random. There's no, like, defense here. Whoever... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, honestly, honest to Joe, by Rock Nation, my mighty God, you will crumble. Rock Nation, you will crumble. He will crumble. Christ. He will crumble. Oh, my God. <laughs> fun enough, fun enough. Um... So, speaking about Kate as well, and also alluding to the, the point you made about how Penn has always been upfront about how he's there for, for making Joe like this. That scene in a hospital, mm-hmm. right? Again, speaking about rom-coms, that's like... Top-tier rom-coms. That's Joe being, if not charming, being very emotional and being very like, I get it. Like, I get, like, this, if this guy wasn't a serial killer... There'll be fanfic about these two characters. What six? Um, so that makes I expl- sorry that makes sense about how Joe Goldberg is a very charismatic and interesting character before he starts killing people. So like, and so let's talk about Kate and Joe. Do you think Joe told Kate everything? Like everything? This was so interesting. I was going to ask if you thought the same. I don't know. Because I keep thinking, if he's not told you everything, I feel so sorry for you. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, but they wiped all instances of him on the internet. So what did he tell her? Because there's a version where he could have told her, obviously, everything. 
Oh, he could have just told uh, the PG version. The PG version. And just started 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 with with love and talked about how basically the version that the world now knows, like love was the evil person and everything. Because mm, I just kept thinking when the assistant said we wiped everything, I'm like, oh, what did what what did you tell her? What does she know? Because even if she know, like I. I'm struggling to think that Kate would stay with someone like that, knowing how she felt about her dad's. Yes, but also she goes on that whole thing about how... She don't want to judge Joe. Yeah, and it's a fresh start for both of them. And she also thinks she's she's done some... like Honestly, there's probably nothing Joe can say that he's done that compares to what Kate thinks about herself in, quote-unquote, giving children cancer. So I was just thinking to myself with Kate, and... Oh, I think the show did a good job because it left it like ambiguous enough to sort of make us question like what does she mm-hmm. know for the next season you're now like well how much does she know that you wiped off yeah. traces of him on the internet completely but what did you wipe do you know what I mean so I yeah. think he may have told her the PG version because I don't think if she knew everything I don't think he, he told her what he did in London okay yeah I don't think I don't think that is what her friends I think he probably told her what happened in America. I think he probably told her about love. I thought he, I was thinking did he tell her everything that happened pre him meeting her? Yeah, because I because think, I don't think she she don't she can't anything about London about her yeah, dad. No, I don't think he, he won't say anything. If she if she knew the, the to the extent of what he did in London, she would not be with him. Yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't think, I don't think she. I think he probably she probably knows what he did in the states, and I think she's probably thinking he's a new guy. He's, he's changed. Um, so you think she knows the truth about love? Not the full truth. So the truth that the press knows that I think love she, tried to kill you. Yeah, him yeah. I think, oh, love tried to kill me. I think he may have said the relationship was a bit on both sides, but then she ultimately tried to kill me. I think that's probably what he probably told her. To mm-hmm. basically put a little bit of on himself to say that I did some wrong too, but then not completely mm-hmm. uh, tell the full truth. So I think he just did a little, not a little bit, but a massive live admission by saying that I did things to hurt love, love then tried to kill me. And then she's probably thinking, okay, that's the worst thing he's ever done, then that's fine, I can cope with that. Yeah, and Kate is wearing that very striking red suit in that in that scene. Um, contrasted with Joe's very kind of plain, I think it was grey shirt and like white trousers or something along those lines. So like, that is not a coincidence. I don't feel like I'm going to give the, I'm not going to give the mental space to thinking about what that could mean. But I do know that like that's obviously saying something. So what is this, what it's saying? I'm not particularly sure. We'll probably find out when season five drops. But it could either be, I don't, I don't know. I might be wrong, but I don't think I've seen Kate in those kind of bold colors. No, no. When she no. was in the UK. No, she wasn't in um, anything like that. Actually, you're right. Yeah. That's no coincidence that she's in red and he's in those kind of muted, more muted, more chameleonic colors. So, um, does it mean Kate is going full dark? I doubt it, but it could mean that she's. I guess she's the face now. She's out in front. She's the face of the company, so it makes more sense for her to be in bolder colors. Um, the show focuses on Joe's hands on her knees like twice, which was surprising to me because I, I don't, I, I didn't see the payoff there. But yeah, why did they show that, that off? I don't know what the point was. If anyone else listening has an idea, please let us know. But I wasn't sure what the point of that was. Because uh, they did it twice. <laughs> Speaking of the boys, it's funny. 
because when we saw, I can't remember her name now, but um, Tom's assistant, the first thing that came to my mind was Ashley from The Boys. <laughs> that was the first thing while I was watching this show. And it's funny that we brought up The Boys during this episode. I just cannot think about Ashley. Uh, okay, do you have any general, any thoughts on like the show so far before we go into some quick categories? Um, I think the show, the general season, well, no, the finale. We can go general season thoughts the in finale. a second. I thought the finale was... It left things on an interesting note. Like, I'm intrigued to see what happens next season, the next season. Um, mm-hmm. that at the same time, if they decided to... If they told us this is the last season, I think I'd be okay with that as well. That's very dark, though. It's very dark. Like, it's realistic, like the, though. The show ending with Joe on the streets is very, very it's dark. It's very dark, but it'd be like, oh, Ted Bundy got away with it the first time. So, eh, fair. It wouldn't be that fair surprising. Enough. Yeah, Devon announced this season five renewal. Five, yeah. If they ended on that, I wouldn't be too mad. I wouldn't be too mad because you've closed up all the loopholes for that season. Mm. His thing True. has been his thing's been wiped, so no one ever will ever know what he did. Um, the only person who would know is Marianne. Oh, I didn't mention this. I, just, I knew about to just say that. Um, yeah, they had me in the first half. Like, I, I thought Marianne had died. Honestly, they were very convincing. Yeah, I was, I was like, oh, she's, I was like, because I didn't think she, I didn't think she had died in the previous episode. So when the episode started with her dead, I was like, oh, that's, that was surprising to me. And then it looked like she was dead. I was like, oh, that was actually, I was quite shocked that she was dead. So yeah, that reveal was surprising to me. No, they did a good job. I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, we can go to some categories quickly. Um, I didn't have time to put down lines because I was just... I was too engrossed in that. Actually, quickly, just quickly, definitely, I think this was... Um, maybe we could talk about it in full season. I think this was very good character work from Joe. I don't know if, as in for the show, like, I don't think the show... There's character evolution in this season from Joe, right? Whichever way you want to look at it. It might not be growth, but it's definitely character evolution. And I don't know if the show has done that kind of character work since maybe season two. Maybe season th- two. Obviously, definitely season one, but maybe season two. Season three, I don't think there was much character work there from Joe. So I think this show, there's a clear difference between Joe at the beginning and Joe at the end. Um, oh yeah, best lines. I didn't really have any best line. I just really liked when um, Ree says to Joe after they kill Tom, um, Greg Kinnear, he's like, this was a good kill. And I don't know if he means like artistically and tactically it was a good kill. Or he meant like morally, like it was a good kill in terms of them helping Kate, whichever way. Like, I think that was the whole point of that line because you could be interpreted whichever way, but I really like that line. So, a bit of a curve, but obviously, we've done worst bit of London depiction over the course of the, the, the season. But I have, I'm changing it for this episode. I have the best bit of London depiction for me. Okay. And I think it's the police coming on time because a white man in Kensington called them. Yes. Like, that's right. <laughs> yes. I was like, do you know one time the police had me waiting four hours? Jesus Christ. And at the police officer didn't come out. The, they called me. Was it at home or at work? It didn't happen at work where everyone was unsafe. Yeah. I called them to bring them to come out because it was very unsafe. I'll tell you, I'll tell you off camera. And then yeah, yeah. Um, they were meant to come straight away. They said it was an incident. I said, F that incident. Like, some people are going to die here. No one listens. <laughs> And then Jesus on my Christ. way back home, I got a call back saying, oh, sorry, we didn't come out. Are you okay? And I'm like, well, if I died in those four hours... And I'm like, I'm not, I'm dead. I'm like, <laughs> like, thanks like for that. calling. 
Thanks for calling. <laughs> so when I saw that, I He's thought, wow, they came on time for you. It must be nice. Yeah, white white man in South Ken. Make he make it tracks. It tracks. It tracks, it tracks. General thoughts. Obviously, you guys know I don't like ratings, so I'm not gonna rate. Um, but I like the season a lot. I think it's one of their better seasons, definitely. I can't remember much of season two, so I would I love season two. So but definitely better than season three. I preferred the first half. I think that might be blasphemous to some people that have seen both halves. But I think I preferred the first half. I think I preferred, I liked the jolt of new energy. And I think because both of us were both surprised with what we were watching in the first half. So I liked the jolt of new energy, the modern mystery element, the creativity. And yeah, it does take some creative leaps in the second half. But it's it's way more straightforward because now we know, okay, Reese is a figment of his imagination. He's disassociating everything. And it's a way more straightforward than the first half. Yeah, that might be because of obviously our feelings towards the whole DID thing, which us to be fair is never really clinically said or diagnosed, so we can give them benefit of the doubt. But I just think also generally, even without our feelings regarding our DID review, I think I prefer the first the first half as a whole. I, I do think I like the season. I I thought it was fun at times. I thought it was stupid at a lot of times, but like stupid in the right way, like just the 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 exact right way of being stupid and i just i like the characters actually that's a good that's actually i like these these new characters more than probably any other set of new characters we've seen no you're right like i think maybe like, even, maybe even the first season like beyond peach i don't remember anyone from the first season apart from no, obviously beck right. but so i think i like this character a lot i feel like we got to see them a, a lot more um basically more about their their lives and everything and yeah like Phoebe got a, a happy ending, so yeah. I was so happy for her. <laughs> no, because uh, you're right, because I, do you know what? I came out of it, and I really liked it. I'd recommend most people to watch it, because it's really good. Um, Like, for what it is, and for what it does, what it says on a tin, so I can't really complain. Um, I loved the first part, though. I really, really loved the first part. The first part... That who I love a who done it me so <laughs> like, I get in my Agatha Christie bag me so if, if anyone if anyone does a who done it regardless if it's greatly done or not so greatly done or if it's just mm. fun like this I don't mind because I kind of like the idea of just guessing what's going on it, it keeps me interested um, and do you know what I think this is a really do you know I we kept thinking oh you know what maybe they made the wrong error with splitting it in two parts but I think it makes sense I I'm completely understand as to why they split it in two. Because I think if you binged it all in one go, it'd be a bit much. And I think it would be too weird to be weird. It'd be weird, but I think... You're just like, oh, wait, something feels different, but I can't tell what it is. Yes. Like something has changed. Exactly. I think watching it in two different mindsets of knowing this is a whodunit and this is now like, okay, we know what's going on. This is the Mm -hmm. the last, the third and the fourth act. And now now you've got in the crescendo bit. Yeah, yeah. I I got it. As soon as I watched the episodes... um, Six and seven, I thought, okay, I see why you split this. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. You made the right decision here. Um, I think the character work was brilliant. Um, as much as Joe became worse, he became more interesting as he became worse. Mm-hmm. He was more mm-hmm. complex. And I think Penn did a good job. Um, I really loved the idea. I loved Reese in the beginning because he was like an enigma. Saying a random real nugget and then you go away. <laughs> but my favourite character was Phoebe. I've never been so happy than see her be a little teacher in that country and then all the kids love her. I'm like, I've never been so happy for someone who isn't me. I'm like, good <laughs> for you. You deserve that. You've been through the mill. You deserve happiness. And the actress who plays her, 
It's really, really good. I really like her. Yeah. She's the only, out of the friends, she's the only good one. Obviously, excluding Kate just for now. She's the only one that I can call. I think all of them are, not all actually. I think someone like Blessing is, and even Sophia, a bit short-changed. But even, actually, all of them are a bit short-changed. But you kind of get ideas of who those characters are. But Phoebe's the only one that, well, Phoebe and Adam are the ones that you feel like the show took time to. Really flesh out. Yeah, that they want you to really know about, and they obviously have two very different endings. Lucas Gage, oh my sweet sweet prince. Uh, Nadia, it's funny because most times that kind of character you can be like, oh, "Why are you doing this? Like, just just let it go." But I kind of understood why she needed to like push this to the end, and considering how far no, she had gone with Marion, it, it falls in line with her character. Mm-hmm. It for she's very much someone who doesn't want to do it, but is always compelled to do the right thing. And I think yeah. that's why I liked her because she was such a juxtaposition to Joe, because she's like, you know what? No matter what anyone tells me, I'm going to do the right thing, whatever that may lead me ending up. And I love the fact she she didn't know Marianne at all, and she completely risked her own life and went to bat for her and ensured that Marianne had they say her safety. And if yeah. it wasn't for her. Joe would have not, you know, none of this would have happened. You know, she would have never yeah. been able to hide um, if she didn't make those sacrifices. Yeah, and I mean, she got Marianne out. That's like a big deal. Big, like, big deal. And not only did she get her out, like Joe, Joe thinks she's dead. So like, she did Marianne amazing. can live the rest of her life. Yeah, that's actually, we, we can't, you guys have nothing to actually sneeze out. Um, our boy Eddie was just whipped. He found a smart girl and he was in love. And he was rich. And he died for it. But as he said earlier in the episode, if you die thinking about what you love, that's a great way to go. So hopefully he died thinking about Nadia because, oof, I don't know, man. As he just wanted to help the girl he loved and he died it's for it. It's a cold it. world, man. It's a cold world. It is a cold world. Uh, okay, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up? No, no, that's Or are those it. your final thoughts? Okay. Those are my final um, thoughts. Um, yeah. Mandalorian, check that out. Priscilla is going to be talking about that. Uh, Rain Dogs. Check that out as well. I'm about to get into that properly. Um, Succession. Yellow Jackets. End of the year. The film podcast. Oh, no. Sorry. End of the month. Um, Succession now announces the final season. Succession's coming out that late. <laughs> final season. It's a last one later this week. Um, Yeah. So just, just subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, but that way you just keep on seeing when we come out and then you listen to it. Um, if you want a list of shows that are coming out over the next few months, let us know and I can just tweet out something or send something to you by DM because it's quite a lot. A lot of things we will not cover um, just because there are only so many of us, but lots of shows are coming out over the next few few weeks, so please check those out. And yeah, thank you guys for listening to our episodes on you. It's been fun covering this you season. Thank you to everyone at Netflix that helped make this coverage possible. And yeah, Priscilla, thank you. We will be talking again on Rain Dogs very soon. And you're going to be off talking about Mandalorian. Yep, my man Pedro Pascal. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, for now, thank you guys for listening. And join us next week when we'll be joined by the great Daniel Kaluuya. Bye, guys. Wait, say bye in French. Au revoir.